Do you have performance anxiety? Oh, Lord knows I used to. In fact, it's very common for people to experience performance anxiety. Today, I'm gonna tell you the exact steps to defeat performance anxiety, so get ready. But first, go ahead and hit subscribe to follow me, Elizabeth Lewis, to learn how to be a tough-minded optimist in everything you do. Now, my channel focuses on mindset, psychology, and business strategy. Let's start with the basics. What is performance anxiety? Well, performance anxiety is not being able to keep it together under pressure. But understand that pressure is extremely subjective. What you see as pressure, someone else may not. Now, if you find pressure to be anxiety producing, you may want to consider a few things. Number one, reframing tough situations so they don't intimidate you. And in fact, this is exactly what those super athletes do on game day or throughout their whole process. Now, super athletes are those who can consistently produce in pressure-packed situations when everything is on the line. Additionally, you are going to need to think expansively. You're going to have to learn how to have fun while being under pressure. That's actually huge. In fact, I love this quote from Jack Nicholas, a professional golfer with 117 wins. He says this about pressure. Pressure doesn't mean anything to me. Pressure situations are what I strive to get involved in. The whole idea is to practice and prepare. When I'm coming down the stretch and supposedly under pressure, it becomes fun. Pressure is the fun of the game. Now, I want to go granular, but before we go granular on how to defeat performance anxiety, I want to clarify a few things. First, you have to understand that pressure and pressure situations are two different things. I think Jack's quote, which was so optimistic, does a great job of clarifying that. Pressure is what many people call performance anxiety or stage fright. Many times, people define pressure as the experience of a set of physical and psychological responses that they don't really want. Whereas a pressure situation is a situation in which there is something important at stake, but the outcome of the situation is uncertain. That's a high level of unknown for some people. Now a pressure situation can be amplified into pressure if you struggle with the fear of the unknown. Some people don't do well with that. And because there are so many variables that are unknown, ugh, ultimately it's gonna be frustrating for some. Now, it's the combination of uncertainty and importance that leads to the experience of pressure or performance anxiety. Most people manifest performance anxiety like this. Sweaty, sweaty palms, butterflies in the stomach. That's the one I would always get. Rapid heartbeat or an intense feeling in their chest, almost like a panic attack. And of course, there's a long list of other physical symptoms. You may also notice disruption in your concentration and focus. And you may also catastrophize into the future what you don't want to see happen, which I call fear. Ironically, performance anxiety, it's actually not outside of you. It's inside of you. There was a study conducted a handful of years ago that showed how people create performance anxiety and how they create it inside of themselves. The study required the people to learn how to observe the flow of their thoughts, which is so important to learn how to, how to do. Now, the individuals were to mindfully observe their thoughts during the times they were experiencing performance anxiety. This study was the first study that identified 
the inside causes of performance anxiety. And we're gonna get to those. And what this study found is there are five granular inside causes that create performance anxiety. Number one is believing that there's an audience made up of really important people who can or will judge you. Number two, in the back of your mind, you consider that you could fail in front of these really important people. And no one wants that, right? Number three, you have a strong need to do well and to avoid failure. Number four, you feel unsure of yourself as to whether or not you will do well. And number five, you're focusing a little too much on yourself. Remember that performance anxiety, pressure, stage fright, whatever you want to call it, is the psychological perception of a threatening event. So you're perceiving a threat. Now, big picture, there's four core beliefs that help exacerbate those five granular causes we just went through. Number one is overestimating the probability of a feared event. Number two is overestimating the severity of the feared event. And number three is underestimating the coping resources, meaning what you could actually do about it. And lastly, number four is underestimating rescue factors, as in what other people can do to help you. The bottom line is any situation that increases the performer's sense of a threat will increase his or her level of performance anxiety. And I think that kind of makes sense, right? Now, if you struggle with fear of man, people-pleasing, perfectionism, fear of the unknown, and fear of failure, your chances of having chronic performance anxiety may be stronger than someone who doesn't suffer from those things. The reason being is it's easy for you to psych yourself out and see a threat where there's not a threat. Because again, it's psychologically induced. Additionally, typically, your focus is on the outcome when it's actually better to focus on implementing your effort because that's like the only thing you have control over at the end of the day. Now you have to remember, you can't control if a person's gonna like you and you may not get the outcome you like either because again, you cannot control that either. When you focus on the outcome, as well as those five things, those five granular things we talked about, in addition to the unconscious four core beliefs, you aren't in the present moment. You're in the future or you're in your head or it's a combination of both. And when you're doing that, you are 100% leaving the present moment. And you have to remember, humans go the direction of their thoughts. So we got to practice present moment focus, but there's good news. And the good news is you and you alone are the one creating and participating with these causes. Now, the study said, if you are successful not to fall into just one of these five granular inside causes that create performance anxiety, then performance anxiety will be avoided. Now, I don't know about you, that sounds great, but I need some more tangible, applicable skills to add, right? Because avoidance isn't always possible and you don't wanna gaslight yourself. Plus, we know that the more you intentionally avoid something, the more suffering you can create inside of yourself. So let's get strategic. Let's take each of those five granular causes of performance anxiety and identify some ways to shift your thinking and ultimately your focus. Are you ready? Number one was believing that there's an audience made up of those really important people who can or will judge you. So first, I want you to remember that people will judge you regardless of what you do or don't do. So do you, boo, right? Mm-hmm. Do your best. Trust yourself. I also encourage you to see God as your judge and not humans, okay? Humans are like horrible, horrible judges. But God sees your heart and your hidden agendas. So leverage your faith 
Trust God to help you be excellent at it, right? Use your faith. Number two, in the back of your mind, you're considering that you could fail in front of those really important people. But for this one, I'm going to encourage you to consider the opposite. Well, what if you're successful? Number three, you have a strong need to avoid failure. (sighs) I get this one. Recovery perfectionist here. I'm going to encourage you to accept that to some degree, performance anxiety is normal and can even be helpful, can be a helpful part of performing and implementing your effort if you allow it. So that means you care, right? And you're excited to do well. See those as positives. Remember, some level of anxiety, especially when you're first starting out, is very normal. And it can take some time to get to that acceptance place because also acceptance is a cognitive skill. Now, research has discovered that performers and athletes go through some unpleasant performance and competition experiences before they even arrive at a more positive viewpoint of performance anxiety. So understand it's a process. And at the end of the day, all things normalize the more you do it. So just keep doing it. Number four was you feel unsure of yourself as to whether or not you will do well. Again, recovering perfectionist here. So you're going to have to let go of unrealistic high standards. You're going to have to let go maybe your timetable too. You're going to have to start to see those small flaws or those small mistakes as just that small. I've probably done a dozen in this entire video, if not more. And lastly, was focus on yourself. So focus on implementing your effort, but keep your focus in the present moment, which takes practice, right? Present moment focus is a skill. The sooner you can start to practice this, the better. When you feel the inside sensations of performance anxiety, this is what I want you to do. Number one, take a deep breath. Count down from five, and you might need to do that a few times. Number two is talk to yourself. Tell yourself you're excited, and there's no reason to rush. You got this, right? And number three, refocus yourself to the present moment. Use your senses to help you get grounded. And number four is acknowledge the excitement and the nerves in your body and leverage your values. So if you value doing whatever is provoking performance anxiety of you, tell the anxious gremlin that you value it. And when you're done, you'll have a conversation after the fact, right? Put that gremlin in his place. Now to recap, because I went over a lot, here are the eight cognitive strategies to help you fight performance anxiety. Number one is view anxiety as a positive. It means you care. That's awesome. Number two, create positive self-talk. Focus on what you want to see, not what you don't want to see. Be realistic, not critical. Encourage yourself. Be the biggest cheerleader for yourself. And have faith and hope that it's going to go great and trust God to redeem anything that sucks. Number three, mentally rehearse and imagine yourself being successful. Mental rehearsal requires performers to imagine as vividly as possible going through the entire performance in that ideal way, exactly how they want it. Visualization is so powerful. Number four, set goals. Goal setting has become a standard cognitive strategy in sports and professional environments. And what research is discovering is that by setting goals and working towards short and long-term goals, you actually improve the quality of your performance. So goal setting is really important. You want to set process and outcome goals. Make sure you watch this video to learn more. And by the way, I have a worksheet and a PDF that explains all of those goals down below. So go grab that. The link is in the bio. You're also going to want to practice relaxation skills. Now, 
Some of you might not like this, but research suggests that you should regularly practice relaxation skills because it helps you to reduce the physiological response to stress. It prevents the cumulative effect of stress. It improves memory and concentration. It increases energy and productivity levels, and it reduces muscle tension. So one way you can practice relaxation is on a regular basis. Do it every day, multiple times. While another is through performance routines. Relaxation strategies can include progressive muscle relaxation, mental suggestions, and imagery to produce a relaxed state, meditation, breathing, yoga, tai chi, stretching, practicing mindful thinking, and so much more. Really personalize it. Also, consider clarifying or identifying your pre-performance routine. A pre-performance routine appears to be an important element in helping high performers to achieve that optimal mental physical state. Now these routines could be anything. Maybe it's a warm up, maybe it's stretching, maybe it's positive self-talk or focusing on your performance goals or relaxation strategies or controlling the type and the amount of interaction with individuals, right? Or a nap, drinking tea, moderating food or fluid and so forth. Again, personalize it, experiment, figure out what would be a great pre-performance routine for you. Also, create an anxiety hierarchy. And what I mean by this is you're gonna be granular with the anxiety that pops up. So on a scale of zero, no anxiety, to 100, extreme anxiety, rate the level of anxiety you are identifying, but be granular. So identify everything you are anxious about, rate it, and then ask yourself, okay, what could I proactively do to decrease this number? And maybe you have to practice acceptance. You could even go to worst case and best case scenario. And then lastly, you wanna find your flow state. Now flow is the state in which performers perform to their optimum. The experience of which is usually described by the performer as exhilarating. Now I love the state of flow. Oh, I think it's exhilarating. So start to pay attention to what puts you into the state of flow and then do your best to recreate it. Now one of the critical conditions for getting yourself into flow is there needs to be a skill challenge balance such that the performer are being challenged during practice or performance, but not too far beyond their skills at that second time. Now, a second condition is that the performer needs to have a clear goal or purpose. And lastly, for the repeated occurrence of flow experience is the performer looks for feedback before, during, and after performing. This can allow for the performer to assess their progress and to make corrective adjustments to their future performance. Again, it's feedback, that's powerful. So there you have it, a handful of strategies and techniques to defeat performance anxiety. Now I'm gonna encourage you to go practice at least one of them two times today. Now don't forget to go and grab your copy of Crush Your Goals. Again, that link is in the bio. And please let me know your greatest takeaway. I do read them, I do care, and I'm really, really rooting for you. So make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on my latest videos. I release videos every single week, so make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date to my latest videos. And remember, I'm rooting for you, so go out there and crush your performance anxiety.